Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, everybody, to episode three. Um, I'm Pirate. I'm Josh. And this is Paranormality UK. Okay, so um, my case, I mentioned last week that I was going to be doing what is quite possibly England's most haunted house. Oh. And I I didn't reveal the name of it, Mm -hmm. but now I can tell you that the house is called Borley Rectory. Oh, not too far from here. Not too far from here. No, it is in East Anglia. Um, Otherwise known as Borley Manor, sometimes. uh, There was a film made, I think, back in the 70s or 80s. It was called The Haunting of Borley Manor. I believe that everything in that film was entirely fabricated. (laughs) None of it is real. (laughs) None of it is real. Um, But it was based on the building that the case study is for today. Uh, Borley Manor, or Borley Rectory, was constructed on the site of the old rectory, which uh, burned down uh, in 1841, I think it was. Um, And ever since it was first built, uh, it was occupied by uh, Reverend uh, Henry Bull and his family. He had 14 children. (laughs) He was busy. (laughs) Yeah, it's a big house. It's got like 32 rooms, 11 bedrooms. I'm not sure how that works out when there's, what, 16 people in 11 bedrooms. But, you know, (laughs) with 32 rooms, I'm sure you can, you know, shuffle a few into other other rooms. Uh, But, yeah, uh, ever since it was sort of first constructed, there were rumours of uh, just sort of strange goings-on in the house. Uh, uh, Locals... uh, believe that it was haunted uh they they always stories of like footsteps being heard when nobody was about although with 14 children in the house <laughs> again <laughs> footsteps are not going to be surprising are they <laughs> <laughs> yeah it could be any one of them walking down the stairs and but that, I mean, that, that was it from early days really uh the 
that there were always reports of, of minor hauntings, nothing major throughout the time of the Bulls living there. When Reverend Bull died, he was uh, succeeded by his son, who was also called Henry Bull, although everybody called him Harry. Uh, <laughs> so oh. slightly different there. With 14 children, are we going to get confused with the different names? Or do all 14 children come into this? No, no. Good. In fairness, uh, out of those 14 children, only four of them ever actually had anything like a, a sort of paranormal experience at the house where the four of the daughters were outside playing in the gardens and they saw the apparition of a nun Ooh. about 40 yards away down the garden. Uh, and they tried calling out to the nun and getting closer, but it just it just disappeared, mm. which is a very strange event. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is the only sort of, uh, apart from footsteps and just minor things like that, that was the only reports from those early days. When the bulls were no longer in the rectory, uh, I believe that, that when a second Reverend Bull, Harry Bull, died, it was vacant for about a year. And then it was um, succeeded by uh, the Smiths. I think it was the Smiths. Yeah, the Smiths. Uh, on the 14th of July, 1929. Not, not the band, the Smiths. Not the, no, the band. It was Reverend Smith and his wife. Um, I've got two questions already. Yeah. What's a rectory? A rectory? Okay, yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's a valid question. A rectory is the house that is given to the reverend of a church. So this is only just down the road from a, a small church. It's only a vill small village. Um, the rectory, in this case, is quite a big manor house. Uh, I guess back in like old times, the church had a lot more money to put into uh, that sort of thing you know, the reverend's house and whatnot. So re yeah. rectories are generally quite nice houses, you know, they're the nice, big, spacious places. And mm -hmm. this, this rectory is like quite a large Gothic style building. Oh, nice. It looks quite imposing. If you go onto Wikipedia and scroll right the way down to the bottom of the page, there's uh, links to uh, an extensive library of photographs of the place. And I'll tell you this, looking at those photographs, it, you know, if this place isn't haunted, it should be. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. That looks like a classic, especially that one. That looks like yeah. a classic haunted house. So it's almost um, like um, when there's a school and then the caretaker lives in a house next door. Yeah, yeah, kind of like <laughs> that. The rectory is the the home for the vicar, um, and yeah. So I mean, it went through several different vicars, and not, nothing really was happening other than like a couple of strange occurrences, like the footsteps and, uh, well, that, the, the nun that was seen in the garden, um, until, uh, Reverend Foister took Ooh, over. That's a mouthful of a name. Yeah. Foister. He, Foister. Yeah. It's a very strange name. He lived there from 1878 to 1945 with his wife, Marianne. um, and their adopted daughter. Now, was it them? No, no, sorry. It was the it was the Smiths. The Smiths before them. Uh, they when they they were going through the house. Uh, the, the, the Mrs. Smith uh, found a brown package containing what was found to be the skull of a young woman. Mm. And soon after she found that, they started having a lot more reports 
of uh, just things happening, more footsteps, uh, things being thrown around the house, writing appearing on the walls, lights appearing in windows where there, when there was nobody in, and, and stuff like this. And even uh, she was the woman that reported to see a horse-drawn carriage with two headless horsemen. Oh. I mean, that's ramped up now, isn't it? You know? <laughs> Stepped up. That gives you, <laughs> makes me... Goosebumps, you know? Yeah, there's something about a headless horseman. There is, isn't there, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what it is, but you, you, when, when you, the story ramps up that fast mm. and that hard, you think there's got to be something in it. That's a skull. Yeah. You know, all this activity starts going on. And they contacted the Daily Mirror to try mm. and get hold of the uh, Society for Psychical Research. They wanted someone to come out and assess the place. Uh, the Daily Mirror sent out a man called Harry Price, and he did a lot of psychical investigations. He even wrote two books uh, about Borley Rectory, okay. and he is the man that declared it the most haunted house in England. Oh, and this, so, this is back in the 1800s? Uh, this is uh, about 1920. 1920. Okay, yeah, you said it. The first people was it Henry and Harry Bull? Bull, yeah, they they were they they were they're dead by now. Um, and this is the Smiths, uh, I believe. So this been this has been haunted for a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's been it's been going on for a long time. The house only stood for about a hundred years, mm. um, because it was actually demolished in 1944. So there's no way you can sort of visit the place anymore. You can go to the grounds, but you, mm. you're not going to find much there anymore. So um, it's almost like when they found the skull, it kind of lifted a curse in a way. Or, or yeah, set one going. Yeah, yeah. It sort of, yeah, did exactly that. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, para, paranormal researcher Harry Price made his uh, first visit on the 12th of June um, in 19... 19- uh, 29, sorry. And uh, all sorts uh, started happening then. That was when the stones started being thrown and vases started being around the room. Um, there were uh, messages being written on picture frames and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but apparently, as soon as Harry Price left, all this phenomena stopped happening. And Mrs. Smith thought that he was probably the actuator of a lot of the reports that he was coming out with. You know, (laughs) he was faking it. it, Yeah. And again, if you look at that um, list of pictures on Wikipedia, you follow the link to the page of the archive pictures. uh, Harry Price is the first picture on there. The guy Mm. looks shady. He doesn't have a beard. You can't trust him. You can't. Yeah. You can't trust you a can't, man without a beard. You can't. He uh, he looks a bit like Vinnie Jones to me. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he is the guy that sort of created all this hype about the place, and eventually, uh, the the Society for Psychical Research wanted to go out to the place and do an independent uh, investigation, and and they sent a guy out uh, with. Uh, Harry Price. Um, who was he? Uh, Charles Sutton. That's him. Okay. And when as he, when he went out there, 
he was hit in the back of the head with a pebble. Right. <laughs> seemingly from nowhere. So he turned around and accused Harry Price of doing it. And Harry Price was like, no, no, it wasn't me. But then Sutton found he'd got a pocket full of stones. Well, Price had a pocket <laughs> yeah. full of stones. Price and his stones. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it's gone from, for me, you've got a few reports of just like some footsteps and stuff like that then this skull gets found and and things do start being seen the headless horseman and that sort of thing then the researchers come in and things just escalate like crazy you know this guy's finding all sorts things being thrown things being written on the wall Mm -hmm. um there is even uh reports uh from some other um psychical researchers um saying that they'd done a seance about in the place and they had reached the nun that the children supposedly seen. And her story was that I think she'd had an affair with uh, like a, a local monk or it might have even been a reverend or something like that. And uh, now this is, this is a bit of a far-fetched story, but uh, she was supposedly buried alive, bricked into the walls of the basement she didn't try and fight back. She just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, she didn't. Um, also, but that's very naughty for a nun and a monk to be having an affair. Well, yeah, which is maybe why she was given such stern punishment for it. Mm. But in any case, when the building was demolished in 1944, they never found any bones. Yeah. Okay. So the story of the nun is, I don't know. It's not so plausible. It's a cool story. It is a cool story, but I'm just, I'm not sure it's really valid. Yeah. You know, and I mean, like I say, the place uh, was encapsulated by fire in 1944 or in the early 40s and it was eventually demolished. And although people do still visit the site, I'm told, or I believe on at times like solstice and um, Halloween, people still go out to the church particularly and uh, would like to sit in the grounds to see if they find any ghosts, I guess. And, you know, yeah. paranormal stuff, you know, what the researchers are like, they'll go anywhere, won't they? Yeah. I, d- I don't know if I rem- I'm remem- remembering this correctly, but I'm sure most haunted went there. Oh, they they quite possibly did actually, yeah. To the to, to the church in the grounds, yeah. And a few years ago, I remember hearing stories of people, um, just normal people, just going to have a look because they've been told and heard the stories of uh, Bawley Manor. Yeah, well, it's that's uh, interestingly enough. I was going to go there myself last year. This is when I first started looking into the place last year. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, I obviously have an, another YouTube channel uh, called Pirate FPV, where I go around the place flying my little <laughs> little radio controlled drone. Nice little plug there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, like uh, abandoned buildings and stuff uh, it can be quite fun to fly little drones around. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, unless a building is abandoned, you're not supposed to be flying drones around it anyway. Um, so me and my friend were looking into sort of abandoned buildings around the area and he mm-hmm. suggested Borley Manor just because of the history or, the, or like the rectory and that. Like, and so we started looking into it and found it wasn't there anymore. So we, we never went, but, uh, I believe it is a popular place for paranormal researchers to, to still go yeah, yeah. and research. I don't know if they find anything 
or if they don't, uh, I, I can't tell you. But it is still a quite a popular place for them to go. If you did fly your drone in a haunted place, that would be the best adrenaline rush you'd have. What a dad joke. <sighs> Sorry. That's why I keep you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't resist. I'd been thinking about that for the last 30 seconds. <laughs> no, I'm going to get it in. Fair enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> It would be a, a brilliant adrenaline rush, yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, that is that is Borley Manor, of a Borley Rectory, uh, said to be the most haunted place in England until um, the, Scienti- uh, the Society for Psychical Research, or the SPR, went out there after Price's death in 1948... Oh no, that was yeah. Sorry, uh, that's when Charles Sutton came out and said about him hitting the stone and having a pocket full of stones. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, basically everything, all the phenomena was uh, either faked due to natural occurrences or um, by people uh, literally trying to trick each other and, and stuff. In fact. Um, uh, Reverend Foister's wife uh, used paranormal, um, the, the, all this paranormal stuff that was going on as an excuse to cover her actions because she was actually having an affair with their lodger. Wow. Everyone's having an affair around this <laughs> <Yeah>. place. <laughs> it's, 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 it's bad, isn't it? It's a love ghost. But it? yeah, I, basically, uh, everything seems, when, when, yeah, everything seems like it was actually like made up or just hearsay apart from the footsteps that was were like right say, at the start. It, there's got to be at least a smithin, a, a smithin, a smidgen, <laughs> a, smidgen <laughs> a smidgen of truth with the first guy, the bulls. They, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And, and, and with the skull, I mean, the, these are the people that called in the paranormal researchers. So, I mean, there's, there's surely more to the story. It can't be that the whole thing is just debunked. Yeah, and fake. Uh, that that is the report on Wikipedia. But I mean, when you dive into it, mm-hmm. you know, locals from the area they knew they they believed that the the old rectory was haunted, which is the site where the new rectory was built. Um, so the haunting sort of carried on through. Uh, the the ghost of the nun was apparently well known in the area. Mm-hmm. And footsteps were regularly heard by not just the people that lived there, but people visiting as well. Um, so I think th- there has got to be some truth to this haunting. Nice I mean, I'm not. I'm going to say now that I think the classification of it being the most haunted house in England should be removed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got that kind of reputation, particularly when you've got a beardless psychic <laughs> investigator <laughs> who's making it all up. Yeah. And, and he was the one that declared it as the, the most haunted house in England. I mean, he's untrustworthy. We can't take that as gospel, can't, can we? You can't trust old pebble-throwing price, can you? No, you can't. <laughs> Pocket full of pebbles. Uh, because, like, I mean, that guy, even though he was the one that was trying to ramp it up and, and oh, this is the most haunted house I've ever been in sort of thing, you know, our paranormally scale, we'd be reaching an eight or a nine. Yeah. <laughs> but he's made it all up. So it's like, oh, now we're on two. Yeah. And, I mean, everybody could say everything's a hoax when it comes to this kind of stuff. 
But that's why we're here, is to discuss and try and maybe focus on the more creepy things and the small smidgen of truth that is there. <laughs> because if you if you looked at Wikipedia for every story, I'm sure they'd say this was debunked, this is a hoax, this has happened. The Wikipedia does seem to class everything as a hoax mm. uh, or debunk it eventually. Yeah, I guess because it's such a fact-based website, it... it it doesn't want to do the the, the actual paranormal side of things because it, mm. you know it, it is more of an right. This is academically what happened. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm sure that last year when I was looking into it, um, it was kind of like an, a Mandela effect for me because I I can remember reading so much more like the photographs of when it was being demolished. I'm sure I read a story that the guy took and taking the photographs had like bricks thrown at him mm-hmm. as he was photographing the place. I mean, I can't find it anymore. I don't know where the article was. I can't find it on the internet anymore. It seems to have disappeared. Yeah, but I'm sure I've read. A load more stories that I just can't find anymore. Well, it's, you're not, it's you're such not a alone. strange thing. You're not alone in that because I remember hearing what you said about the nun in the wall. Yeah. I remember hearing that story, but it was a nurse, not a nun. Oh, like, and I I got told that Bawley Rectory. Obviously, I didn't do my research or anything at the time. You just hear stories, and you're like, oh, cool, that's kind of cool. So I got told it was like an old hospital kind of thing, and it was nurses, but it's. It's not. It's to do with religion and church and yeah. I mean, so. and there, there again is the another point that I w- wanted to make was this is a house with very much religious people living in it, mm. and for it to be the most haunted house in England, I, I just don't see those two things tying together. Yeah, you know, I can I can believe that you know the, 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 the spirits on the land, you know, in the in the vicinity of the place that might be make themselves known with the, like the footsteps, mm. um, the headless horseman. It's, it's, it's quite a stretch <laughs> to believe that one, but it was reported by some of the earlier people living there. Um, so, I mean, do do you disregard that or don't you? Yeah. Did you say it was the daughters or the wife that saw the headless? It was the wife that the saw wife the headless. Saw headless, headless yeah. Horseman. So I was going to say, if it was the daughters it's almost a bit more believable because we've discussed young children and things seem to have more of a connection with the spiritual yeah, world. Yeah, they do, so generally. It would be more believable if you heard, oh, the daughters all saw this headless horseman or this figure. But the other thing I want to say to you is the Price, Harry Price, Yeah, he almost made the story go from this spooky, haunted ghost to this ramped up poltergeist that's angry and he kind of completely flipped it round yeah. to make it less believable and and why would it why would you have such an evil entity in such a religious household yeah it'd be a nice ghost wouldn't it you'd think so and maybe it started off as a love ghost because all these people were having affairs <laughs> <laughs> it's just a nice friendly Casper the love ghost and then Harry Price has come along, made it into a poltergeist, and, and suddenly you've got Amityville up. horror right there. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's it's all down to that one man, you know. Everyone from the Society for Psychical Research. I mean, whether they had 
like positive identifications of ghosts or anything like that. I, I, it remains unsure, but they seem to debunk almost all of it. They're, yeah. they're just like, nah, this is stories. It's hearsay. It's, you know, it, it can't be real. Yeah. Um, but that's what they're there for. Isn't it? A lot of the skeptics. Time. aren't they? Yeah, they are. A lot of them skeptics. So, I mean, I think if you deep dive into anything, there's going to be someone that says, Oh, it was a window that was cracked open. It must've been the wind. And, yeah, it wouldn't have been footsteps. It was the pipes, and there's always well. Well, this is such an old house that it didn't have plumbed-in water or electricity. This is the reason why it got burnt down because they used to use like the little gas um, lights, you know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You light the wick, lanterns. And, yeah, and the little lantern. You got to slide the glass over the top, and one of them fell over and set the place on fire. Uh, it may have been an insurance job. We don't know. They had insurance back in those days. I'm sure they did. They must have done. <laughs> no electricity, but insurance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, rattling pipes. It's not going to be rattling pipes. Yeah. So yeah. footsteps. If you're hearing footsteps upstairs and everybody's downstairs, what else can it be? I I can't well, think of anything. One of the many 14 children. Yeah. That's the only thing, the <laughs> only got, other explanation, isn't it's it? It's the only thing I could think of. Otherwise, you are having to push up that paranormality scale, which yeah. up until now, with Harry Price, with his grey area, I mean, how do we rate this now? I mean, it's, it's so frustrating because there's clearly... So, um, something missing or there's a disconnect because like you say you've got the reputation of the most haunted place in Britain and it couldn't have come from just a few footsteps and stuff it can't come from nothing mean? yeah like how do you for over hundreds of years you've got this reputation and we're still talking about it today yeah in 2022 and this was what 1841 yes like nearly 60 years uh, after it was demolished 1944 it was demolished yeah so it, something doesn't add up to me. So just based on that, mine's going up a little notch. I've got I've got faith in it. Yeah, no pun with the faith. No, <laughs> I'm thinking more positive because so, I I don't want to take this information and this awesome story and think, oh, well done, Harry. You messed it up for everyone else, and now the ghost is off. He's left. Bye bye. But no, I think with the skull. And the fact that the Smiths actually contacted the Daily Mail and said, can you send someone out to investigate mm. this? Because we're having things happen. You yeah. know, uh, it, it initially, with the, 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 bull, the bull families, they, the, they only had, like, the footsteps, um, uh, you know, just very small stuff. But once that skull was found, you know, someone wanted something found out about this place, you know. They, they wanted to get to the bottom mm. of it. And then just because the wrong man was sent out... Yeah, you know, it, it, it suddenly it's become this whole menagerie of, uh, you know, just stuff happening. Yeah. Do we know Phen- where the phenomenal. skull where, where the skull came from? It it was in one of the cupboards so, in in the house. She was clearing out some some of the cupboards and found this little brown paper package and unwrapped it to reveal a skull. So no one knows who the skull is. Maybe that is the nun. Who knows? Oh. She no. wasn't bricked up inside a wall. She was dismembered and put into oh. 
brown paper packaging and yeah. stuck in a kitchen drawer. <laughs> well, you've brought it full circle now. That's gone yeah. up another notch for me. <laughs> I'm just ignoring the Harry Price stuff. I'm like, get out of my brain. That is the thing. The main thing with Bawley uh, Rectory is Harry Price has just got, you've got to cut him out of it completely because he just ruined, well, he's made the reputation of it, but he's also ruined it at the same time by faking his own investigation. But the, yeah. there's still underlying stuff there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. at least footsteps, at least a headless horseman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, th- things being thrown was it stones, bricks? Yeah. I th- well, I'm not sure if the stones were just from Harry Pride. <laughs> but like I said, that that the, the article that I found last year with the photographer had bricks thrown at him. Mm. I can't find that article again now. It seems to have disappeared from the internet. But, I mean, maybe it, it is just in a page that's disappeared because uh, the domain's run out or something. But, I mean, there is still stuff going on outside of Harry Price's research. Yeah, I'd like to do a seance to bring Harry Price back to spin kick him for ruining me. <laughs> call him such a lion bastard. <laughs> yeah. well, well done, mate. You've ruined it all for all of us. So. Um. But yeah, I mean, even discounting the Harry Price stuff for me, I f- I'm still, I still want to rate it probably around three or four. Paranormal. Three or four? I thought are, you were are you go going higher? higher? I want to give it a little bit more because it's local to us. We're kind of local, yeah. And like with the reputation of being one of the most haunted places or the most haunted place in Britain, I just feel like that like, there is an underlying element of that. There's something. There's just There's something, something there, and it's is, frustrating. That it's like you can almost get hold of it, but you can't. Yeah. You know? You can't pinpoint what point in time it was ruined. and I, So I'm I'm going to give it a five. A five? Yeah. A solid five? Yeah. Yeah, because it's also when growing up in the area, you we've always heard stories of Borley Rectory, and yeah, yeah. you wanted to go there, I wanted to go there, and... I never went because I was too scared. <laughs> I heard the stories and I was like, no, thanks. I don't want... I'm getting run over by a headless horseman. Yeah, no headless horseman. I don't want any nurses and nuns reaching out the wall at me and throwing bricks at my head. So, uh, yeah, growing up and hearing those stories and things, it, I, I was creeped out, let alone just hearing the stories. And that, for me, is... Isn't that what it's all about? It's it hearing is, the really, stories yeah. and getting the goosebumps and the creepiness and the myths. And-, it is, and that's what we're here for. I mean, we are not paranormal investigators. We're just no. a couple of Joes who like talking about it. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we've always had strange conversations and we've always been interested in this. And we're just two mates chatting about it. You will not find me going to investigate anything. No. Definitely. I, I've had enough creepy stuff happen in my life that I don't need to go looking for it. Yeah. That's the way I feel. So I'm, I'm quite happy to talk about it and yeah. have little discussions about it and, you know, try and make a few jokes and make it a bit more lighthearted because I, I don't yeah. think paranormal stuff has to be all scary and spooky like most haunted, you know, mm-hmm. with the green light and the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to make the, the place look spookier than it really is. <laughs> my favourite thing about most haunted is... When is it Yvette? Yeah, the woman. Fielding. When she used to go, <laughs> copy me, woo. <laughs> there would be no response. But <laughs> that 
was my favourite bit of Most Haunted. And really? <laughs> yeah, because I just found it so entertaining. But I was always watching it, hoping that one day there would just be a ghost in the distance going, wee you <laughs> Just responding I'm sure to they it. did. They used to do the little whistle, didn't they? Yeah, see, the whistles, there, then, there has been a couple of times. Yeah. But it was when she was actually making like weird kind of noises that it never seemed to work, but no. I just found it amazing. Didn't she do, like, Ring a Ring of Roses or something several times <laughs> trying to get them to... Yeah. I, oh. God bless her. It was, it was very entertaining stuff. Yeah. Um, and they are, they are even uh, still going on YouTube nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a Most Haunted fan, and it, you're a little bit sad because they're not on the TV anymore, you can catch up with them on YouTube. Yeah. And to so, be fair, they had some cracking episodes. They did. We yeah. watched a few, and we were scared watching it at break time. Definitely, and yeah. And Particularly one of my most favourite ones was uh, Thirty East Drive. Yes, yeah, the I Black think, Monk. Yeah, we we. I mean, we could do an episode on that one. Oh, we're definitely going to do an episode on that. Yeah, because that gave me the heebie. Do I want to visit the place? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, it's definitely worth. A good discussion. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that one. That's a very good one. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm sticking to my guns. I, I think Borley Manor. Yes, it's it's got a reputation. There's definitely something tangible there that has happened in the past. Harry Price has kind of ruined it, but I still think it's got that underlying. A good solid four out of ten. I'm happy you said four. I thought you were going to go three, and I thought, no, it's too low. Too low for Borley. But I'm happy with the four. Four and a five. That's You're four and a five. So, that, I mean, we average at four and a half. Yeah. 4.5 out of ten. I'd say that's fairly decent. We should start doing that every episode. From now on, we should make an average. So we go in between mine and yours. I don't know what... We've not discussed that before. Well, we we kind of did on one of them where I went seven and you went eight, and or I went 7.5, <laughs> and it ended up on seven and three quarters, I think. <laughs> I can't do math. <laughs> but okay, yeah. Oh, well, 4.5 out of 10 average, the paranormality scale rocks. Yes, I'm quite happy with that, considering Harry that. Price ruined it. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. What prick? <laughs> well, you just can't trust a man without a beard, can you? No, you can't. Okay. And smoking a pipe the way he was. Mm. Yeah, it's just not not right. No. So anyway, if you've enjoyed the episode, please tune in next week. Uh, you see what kind of bandana I'm wearing, if that's all you're interested in. <laughs> uh, if you want your stories aired on our channel, then write to us at paranormality.uk at gmail.com. And one of us will get back to you, uh, whether we like your story, and yeah. it might get featured. Uh, we definitely want to do some more of those. Yes. Uh, so 100%. get right in, and we'll uh, see you next time. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. <laughs>